Perik Tes, Mishnah Aleph, last Perik of the Masechta. Ein Azer Mishim Klayim Elat Semer Upishtim. So with regards to clay begadim, climb with clothing, the prohibition is only on semer upishtim, only on wool and linen, as the Pasuk says, Lo silva shatnis semer upishtim yachtav. They're not where shatnis, which is semer upishtim together, wool and linen together. It's temer upishtim dafka, only wool and linen, not anything else. And the wool is wool of sheep and the wool of rams. And the Mishnah points this out, because till now we learned, with regards to animals, the prohibition was any kind of animal. Even the Torah says, shar vechamor yachtav, the Allah applied to all animals. And with regards to vegetables, it was all vegetables. But clothing is different. Clothing is only Tamar Pishtim, only woolen linen. With regards to Tumas Negaim, Tumas that comes from a Nega, from Tsaras, the uh, clothing items that become Tamar are Tamar Pishtim. As the Pasuk says, The Mishnah says further, the Kahanim would only wear the base of Mikdash, Tzemer and Pishtim. Kloimer, Shagi Begadim, he Pishtim, the clothing was from Pishtim, from linen, Omi Tzemer, or from wool. Vahayumi Tzemer, Upishtim Yachad, and they were also from Tzemer Pishtim together. Because there was no prohibition of Kalayim uh, for clothing, meaning Shatnas in the base of Mikdash. As the Pasuk says by the Big Day Kahuna, Vahayas was a Ksonas Sheish, Vesapitzlefes Sheish, Vesparim Mikbao Sheish, Vesmitlsehabad Sheish, Majzar, Vesa'am, they chased all the articles of the Kohen in the base of Mikdash. Tchilas Vagaman is last shani. So Sheish is Pishtim, and Tchilas Vagaman is last shani is all Tzemer. Tzavua, that's dyed with different colors. The Mishnah says further, Tzemer Gamalam and Tzemer Rechelim. If you have wool of camels and you have wool of sheep, Shetarf and Zebazet, that you have them mixed together. Imrov Mena Gamalam, if the majority of the mixture is from the camels, the wool of the camels, Mutter, is permitted then to mix it together with Pishtim with linen. Because the wool of the sheep is bottles, null and void, in the majority wool of the camels. And therefore there's no Kalayim. But if most of the wool of this mixture of camel wool and sheep wool is from the sheep, also it's forbidden to mix it with linen, with Pishtim, because then it's going to be Kalayim. Mechzel mechzel. If it's exactly half, if you have half of it was wool of camels and half of it was wool of sheep, also, it's forbidden to mix it with linen, because since the wool of the sheep is not, but it's not null and void, right, it's not a minority, so therefore it's forbidden to mix it with Pishtim, even though you still have so much, you still have so much, um, tamer of the, of the camels. So too, if you have a rope and a canvas, if most, if you have Pishtim, you have flax with kanbas, and most of the con- most of its kanbas, and marovman a kanbas, if most of its kanbas, then it's permitted to mix it together with wool, with summer. Because the kanbas is ain't, you know, pishtim. Kanbas is not like pishtim, and therefore the pishtim is all in void. You can, mix it, you can mix it with summer with wool. And we explained before the kanbas is a certain kind of sprout that they would use it to make ropes and, and sacks and similar items. So, okay. So that's, that's a Mishnah Aleph. Mishnah Bayes. Hashirayim. Shirayim is a mesh, it's a, a kind of linen, halak, it's smooth. It looks like pishtun, it looks like real linen. Vaklach. Klach is a min mesh type of, uh, type of linen, she, or type of silk. She'eno ke'en hazav. It's like a gold color and it's soft. And v'sar ketemer, it's, it's, it's here is like wool. Ain't that mishim klach. There's no climb on these items. Whether it be with temer or with pishtun, there's no climb. Okshem tfurim, if they're woven one with the other. Because they don't fall under this category. I will assume they mar sign. However, on our big rabbinic levels, forbidden to sew with these items with wool 
or Asr Midarbanan, let's for Yachad Shiraim, Im, Tzemer Oklach, Im Pishtim, Kitzur, it's all forbidden on a rabbinic level. Afilu Shiraim and Klach, even the Shiraim with the Klach. Because of our sign, Shahal Vashiraim, since the Shiraim looks like Pishtim, and the Klach looks like Tzemer, people will say, look, he's doing Kalayim. However, this Isser is not knowing, uh, it, was, it was only knowing in their days. Because in those days, the Meshi, it wasn't really so common. They couldn't recognize the, the different types of uh, Meshi. But nowadays, the Meshi is more common, the Silk is more common, and everyone recognizes it. There's no prohibition um, to use any kind of Meshi, any kind of Silk, with wool or with linen. Hakarmak Sasos. They have pillows and blankets that are made from wool and linen. Ein Behemishim Klaim, there's no problem of Kalayim. And it's permitted to sit on them and even to lay, uh, lay on them. Because the Torah only forbid Derech Levisha as you're wearing it as clothing. As it says, Ubegad Klaim Shatnas Lo Yalalech, do not put it upon you. But you can lay on top of it. That's not a problem. However, Ubevaj, Lo Yiyeh Besor No your flesh, your body cannot touch it. Because if your body touches it, then it's as if you're wearing it, Ki'ilu Ma'ale Alav, and therefore it's forbidden because of Kalayim. And the Yishalami explains that what are these words said? That when the pillows and blankets, they're not a status of Kalayim, that's when they're empty. They're not filled with anything soft. And Umunacham, and they're laying all like on the floor. But if they're stuffed with, with stuffing, or even if they're empty, but they're resting on a bed, not on the floor, it's forbidden to sit on it or to lay on it, because a person, when he lays on it, it'll get caught in between his legs, and it'll be like he's wearing it. Ain't Arai like Kalayim. There's no such halach as Arai for Kalayim, meaning you can't wear Kalayim temporarily. There's no heter, it's forbidden. Um, even if you're just doing it in an Arai format as a temporary thing. You cannot wear Kalayim even on top of 10 garments of clothing. Even though you're not having any benefit from it, it's still forbidden. Even if you want to just, you know, quote unquote, cheat taxes. But you're not wearing it. The only reason why you're wearing it is in order that you should not have to pay taxes on it. You don't pay taxes from clothing that you're wearing. Nevertheless, it's forbidden to put the um, clothing on yourself if it's Kalayim. I think Mark explains that we're talking about a case where the Moch is a tax collector. He's got no set amount. He just takes taxes you know, at, at his own will. Or a tax collector who just appointed himself. He's not appointed from the king. And he goes ahead, and he's, you know, he's, he's collecting taxes, against the, against the law. Therefore, there's no problem of, you know, quote-unquote cheating taxes, because these guys are crooks anyways, the tax collectors. So therefore, the problem is going to be Kalayim. But with a mochis and a malchas, if a tax collector was appointed actually by the kingdom, so asa b'chlal, in general, it's forbidden to cheat taxes, because the law of the government is the law. So forget about wearing Kalayim. You can't be cheating them at all. And with that, we'll hold it over here for Mishnah Base.